okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. Yo, I know y'all ain't playing skee-ball. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. series on a uh, true story Netflix. true story yeah it's interesting he plays a different role so it kind of makes it uh you see him in a different light so it's a little bit of fresh change from just a typical like kevin hart movie where he's kevin hart <laughs> right and i've also just been i rewatched the last season of uh better call saul again just because i was like ah i've been a while since i watched this i forget what's going on yeah, because there's going to be a new one, yeah? There's supposed to be a new season coming out, but I don't know when it's going to come out because, you know, COVID pushed all these productions, like, back. Right. So everything's, like, running late and all that. Yeah. I need to get on track with Better Call Saul because I just... I watched that first one and then, like, I was waiting for the second one and the second one and then there was a third one and, I, you know, I was watching other stuff and I just never got back to it. So, I mean, yeah, I love backstory and shit like that, so I just need to get back to it. True Story, okay, so your thought of True Story, though, was... I, thought, like I mean, a, I thought it was a good movie. Or a good series. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I mean, I won't talk at nauseum about it, because I did talk about it with Harley on one of these, but, yeah. I, uh, overall, it was, like, pretty good, but there was a lot of cheese to cut through, or yeah. would have just been, like, you, you could have just said, this is a fictional story about you, Kevin Hart, and, you know, I think just went from there, instead of having all these, like parallels and weird things where you just kind of like you gotta go like oh, okay he's kid uh okay like i don't know oh, that was that and the anti-verse thing and it was just like all right just let's just be you <laughs> let's just be you and just say it's fiction you know anti-verse yeah that was the movie that he's in in the series it was like i don't know it seemed goofy i watched um i watched dark waters for the first time came out a while ago yeah as far as where to watch that not a lot of luck but uh what is it dark waters what is it about uh dupont's evil they make they make all kinds of shit uh, and they pollute and your water they uh yeah oh and west virginia well everywhere everywhere so you know west so you know um so they figured out teflon right mm -hmm. and so apparently like we shouldn't use teflon at all Oh, yeah. Gets to a certain heat and then just gets in everything. And there's this chemical called PFOC8, something like that. And uh, they said 99% of humans have it in their blood Damn. because of all the products and pollution and everything. Like, no one's safe from it. Damn. Like, everyone has it. Most of the creatures in the world, it's, it's in there. Like, <laughs> they said, I think they said 99% of people because I guess there's probably... Some people in different places that are, like, completely isolated from the world, but, like, yeah, it's it's crazy. And they're still in court about the shit, like, right now. Good. But they just make so much money that, like, you know, like, 3M was working with the same products mm -hmm. back in the day, and they did, uh, <clears throat> they did their own experiments, and they were like, hey, this causes birth defects, this causes this, 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 and DuPont was like, yeah. Oh, well. And just Damn. kept going. And, like, the, this farmer, he, he got in contact with this lawyer 
Robert Blot, I believe it was. I had his name run down here somewhere, but not not that it matters too much. Watch the movie, you'll know who he is. But who's played by Mark Ruffalo? He does a good job as he always does, huh? So where can I watch this? Like I said, it's kind of rough sailing if you want to watch it somewhere. I mean, you can watch it uh, from the first national blockbuster of Tyler here. You can borrow it. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, I see it right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, you can borrow that if you want. When did it come out? Uh, I want to say, I don't know. I. That's what I want to say. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's about wrapping paper on the back of it. Oh, that's funny. I watched it. <laughs> when did you get this? Uh, seven days ago. Oh, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> saying I'm like, well, last week. Yeah. Seven. We're recording on uh, January first, everyone. I was just trying um, to make sure you still have some chilling, just have wrapping paper still on it. Yeah. <laughs> like a year and a half later. <laughs> why is this? Why is this so dark? I can't fucking read anything on it. Um. Yeah, and like you know, EPA is EPA is very lax about. Like regulating them, I guess, and I don't know. I guess Dupont just has too much money, and they're just like, "Now nah, we're gonna keep doing this," and they still pollute shit to this day. And yeah, uh, apparently looks, there's shit going on in like Circleville right now great. with them. So looks, looks like uh, we're all dead. Hulu with a premium subscription. Oh. oh yeah, so you need Hulu Live. That's cabbage. That's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, with uh, yeah, with the Showtime add-on, 2019. When this movie came out. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Dope. Um, the other thing I did uh, watch this week was uh, Chernobyl, HBO Max. I, I've heard the name of the show, but I never like. I don't know if I've seen like trailers for it or not. Uh, well, Chernobyl because I wa- I watched a series when it first came out last year on HBO Max. Um, it's based around the Chernobyl power plant incident in Soviet in the mm. Soviet Union back in the eighties. Uh, the Perfect. biggest. They said, well, what, the biggest nuclear disaster in the history of mankind. Oh, yeah. That's usually how it works. Um, but I I really liked the series because it wasn't just a, re- it wasn't like a documentary, it was like a reenactment, but like good enough, to, like you believed you were actually watching it happen in real time. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you got my HBO login if you want to watch it. Yeah, I need to um, type that shit in. Yeah, just like a complete mishandling of an emergency. Yeah. And then you figure out later in the movie as they're investigating it that, Basically, the Soviets wanted to keep their secrets and, you know, do things cheap. So that was the whole reason the thing exploded in the first place. Of course. Something about the graphite tips yeah, the on the reactors. Tips. So you, when you're... When when, the, when it's going in there, basically the... Um, I forget the actual chemical term um, of one of the, like, ions in there. Mm. They react with the uh, graphite tips on there in a very reactive uncontrollable manner so if you're suddenly slamming a bunch of them rods in there to shut it down they can just cause a which is exactly which is exactly, exactly what, what happened. happened i don't know I think, like one of my one of the funny things on that was like when they were like sir the reactor blew up and he's like no way and they're like no it's not there like no it's there well it's <laughs> it's amazing because you just went from person to person because the first episode is just like oh shit this just happened right that's where you are, because you see this intro of this guy hanging himself, yep. and you're like, ah, oh, so there's some foreshadowing, right? Then we don't really revisit that at all, ever, in the whole series, other than, like, 
they're telling you what happened in the end of it. But basically, yeah, they just, they go through, the first episode is all, you see, boom, right? From this perspective of one of the firemen that are going to get radiation poisoning and die uh, later. And you go to the power plant and like you're inside and they're going like, you know, it blew up. No, 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 it's there. It's there. And then go to the next person. No, 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 it's there. It's there. Go to the next person. No, that's impossible. And then like you get the higher ups in there. I'm like, no, no, no. How's, how does an RBMK reactor or whatever the letters were reactor explode? And they're like, tell me that. And they're like, I, I don't know. I can't tell you, but it happened. It like, and like, just like just going up the ladder and everybody, nope. And they're like, what? Like, and then, like, did you hear the bang? And then the like the lack of just public awareness with it as well. Like you had after, like when the reactor was on fire, you had people who was you know, you know, not that many kilometers away from where it was happening at mm-hmm. that were gathered up on this bridge to watch the fire because it has a weird tint to it because it's a reacting a reactor fire. Yeah. And like, and now you have radioactive ash starting to fall, and kids are playing it like it's snow. Like, yeah. it's falling and it's starting to accumulate, and they're, like, making oh. snow angels and stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I bet their hair fell out fast as fuck. I'm pretty well, sure they're all in the fucking hospital, yeah. Like, no, they said no survivors from... Anybody who went up on that bridge, there were no survivors. Yeah, everyone from died from because... And then, like, the only reason that they even evacuated the town was because uh, surrounding countries started detecting radiation levels in their air, and they basically all pinpointed it back to... The Soviet Union, and then it came out. Oh, they had a they had a problem at the Chernobyl power plant, and then the USA found out, and they're like, "Well, fuck! Now we have to actually have to do something." So they evacuated the whole town, even though they didn't want to. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so just it, it's a good show. Um, if you watch the show, make sure you watch. I think it's from like the second one on. It, I mean, if you want little tidbits. Of information, just bonus information. Just watch those little after credit scenes they have, where they're just kind of going into the making of it and different parts of the history and stuff like that. And then the, the other thing I watched was Hawkeye. I just kind of felt, and I said this before, but I just kind of felt like it was a Marvel Christmas special. The last episode is the best episode. Not that the series is bad. I'm not saying that, but it definitely wasn't like my favorite of them. Um, I liked it better than Falcon Winter Soldier. And Loki, I didn't quite understand, if I'm 100% honest. Just, you get start getting into time travel and alternate universes, and I just start, my head just starts, like... Not big brain? It, well, because it just does, it doesn't make any sense, really. You get a big brain. Oh, yeah, does it make sense? You, you understand I've it all? I've never seen Loki, but if I watched it, I'm sure I could relate to you. And no, you okay, <laughs> dude. When you start talking about multiverses, that shit is just so, like, okay. And, like, you start getting into time travel... And you're like, okay, yeah, but, like, if if that happened... I mean, you're familiar with the whole butterfly effect thing, you know? Like, I've never watched that movie, but, like, the concept is, like, you do this, then this changes this. It's a ripple thing, right? Yeah. And just everything... Everything so changes. Like, yeah. But the slightest thing. Right. Right. So it's like, I don't know, time travel movies, it just gets like, come on. And then there's this guy... I don't know. We won't get into Loki. <laughs> but... Because that's a whole other conversation. Well, and it'd just be me talking to myself, going like, well, and, well, I don't know, because you guys haven't just watched de- it, just so. Just debating with yourself. Yeah, it'll just be me sitting Tyler here, and you guys. Versus Tyler number two. You guys just looking at me. 
<laughs> Tyler versus Steven. <laughs> yeah. Like T.I. versus T.I.P. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> but, uh, oh, but, or did you watch Black Widow? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I know he did, because I was at the theater with him. But, <laughs> I uh, that. Yeah. Uh, Yelena pops back up in, uh, in Hawkeye. Because okay. remember that end credit scene yeah, of Black yeah. Widow? Yeah. I remember. Oh, man. You got a whole ice cube. Yeah, uh... I'm just trying to get a swig, and I had all of a sudden I had an ice cube. I don't want to chew up an ice cube when I got gum in my mouth, you know? Why not? Just, just mix it all together. No, I know, but, like, that's, no. a, that's a lot. Well, that's yeah. not. Yeah. Take, a, take a shot of ice cubes. Take a shot of ice cubes. Oh, and of course, you know, per usual, I'm watching Sopranos. And Uncle Junior's going to court for his racketeering. Racketeering is like... So, have you ever, like, looked up the definition of racketeering? Old school crime. Huh? Old school crime. New school and old school. I mean, you know, it still happens today. So, one one side I, I read... Okay, so, like, the first definition pops up on Google. It's like, racketeering is the act of acquiring a business through illegal activity, operating a business with illegally derived income, or using a business to commit... Commit legal acts. The U.S. government introduced the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, RICO, uh, in, in October 1970 to contain racketeering. So that's so in any mafia movie or anything like that where you hear like, ah, oh, I got this RICO case, that's what they're referring to. Um, and like like a good example of like racketeering for in for like for anyone who's like watched you know Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul would be like number one the chicken joints, right, and the car wash. Two perfect examples of racketeering, where the the it's a legitimate business, but like the income for the business is not legitimate. It's not legal. It's coming in from other sources. They're not what it's there for. Right. Uh, and there's another thing where it's a good it's like, business venture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like this podcast. And then like and so that but there's the one definition I read where it's like so racketeering comes from. Like, you know, it's a racket, right? I got this racket going, right? right? So one of the definitions I read was like, you know, creating a racket, um, you know, creating a product. Because like a, another thing like mafia people do is like they create protection. Like, you know, you know where, where everybody in the neighborhood has to pay a security thing right. to them, right? But oftentimes they create the issue. That's right, the whole issue is there because you know they go in, they break some shit or whatever. They have somebody yeah. you know break in and do some shit, and then you know they turn around and you know like yeah, you pay security, things like this don't happen, you know, and then they're the ones causing that. Right, yeah. so things stop happening because they're everybody's scared of them in the neighborhood, and if something does happen, then you know. So that, that's the whole racketeering thing. I just I I don't know. I've never like gone into detail with racketeering, and I was just like. Everybody's always talking about this and mob stuff. And I'm like, but what is it? And that's the funny thing with racketeering. It's so fucking broad. Well, I'm like, it could be a money laundering thing. It could be, you know, doing the neighborhood shit. I mean, there's just so many. According to the uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it says one who obtains money by an illegal enterprise usually involving intimidation. There you go. And it says the first known uses were back in like 1924. So basically, yeah, I mean... You create the issue, <laughs> yeah, and then you solve it. Like I said, that with like online shit, um, it's just a repeating process. Another, yeah, because like I read like twenty different, <laughs> like twenty definitions <laughs> one day because I was like, okay, but what is it? 
<laughs> I don't know. I guess my head, I just want that like clear, like, it is this or not. And it's like, no, but it's like, well, it could be this or 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 this. Like one thing, like one thing with like people who make online viruses or whatever, right? They put a virus on your computer and then, you know, they have to go through and, you know, they're the ones that has to come through and like fix it. And that's like internet racketeering. It's like Jesus. Yeah. A little bit of a. Um, I mean, it's grown as times have changed, you know. Right. So here's my two-page paper on racketeering. I'm gonna read now. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's three like, pages. I was like, well, we're gonna be here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did I say we were doing a podcast? I just meant I was gonna read this. No. Um, we're gonna talk about racketeering. How we're gonna do it. <laughs> wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, Alright, but, so, no, today we are doing uh, Matrix Revolutions, the last Matrix uh, before we get into the new one. You know, I feel a little disrespected, I'm not gonna lie. Why is that? Because you didn't ask what I've been watching. Because <laughs> every time I ask, you're like, uh, I, know I don't you, know. Alright, all right, what have you been watching? I actually didn't watch something new. No, you okay. didn't watch second half of the Matrix. Second half of the Matrix, I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, no, I watched uh, the Times Square Murderer. Okay. Oh, I've seen that it's, on Netflix. It's, it's new, and I was like, actually, the first thing I thought of when I watched it, I was like, there's a lot of boobs. Nice. It was back in like takes place back in like the seventies and eighties when, like, sex shops and stores were like a big thing, like, you know, all that like massage parlor shit. Yeah. The, uh, like live shows and mm. stuff. All that shit was a big thing. Okay. So there was a lot of like prostitution going on. Hell yeah. It was just like in the clips that it was showing, it was just like, I mean, just yeah, women. like it was just yeah. like basically like, it was basically like porn and I was just like, wow. <laughs> but yeah, the dude was like, did you get a chub off of it? No. I feel like if you get a he chub might. watching that kind of stuff, like you might need to like see somebody <laughs> Yeah. or get some help. It well, was good. I like it. Dakota, I let's, think, um, uh, you should watch it. Yeah, let's, all right, so where's, uh. Raincoat killer. Let's just change that to this this boobs thing. That's fine. I mean, That's I, I, can, watch do, that. I yeah. can do a half an hour segment on boobs. Yeah. Areolas, nips. Let's just the little delete, bumps around let's them. Delete raincoat killer and. Uh, I, I I would still recommend do the boob kill thing like, separately. The little no. grail around. That was that was a joke. Well, still, I mean, we'll do more serial killer stuff. Oh, I was gonna say raincoat killer schedule. We since you uh, delayed, we we sat down and did. We got like. Four and a half months worth of what we're doing for the podcast, so Dope. that he'll uh, send to you or something. But uh, yeah, I think we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep the 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 theme of, of uh, human enslaving machines going, and uh, we'll we'll get into Terminator after the Matrix thing. But you know, we'll we'll pause to do Ranko Killer and break it up with some with the nice guys eventually, and and then Mafia March and Mafia May, and then we won't do a single Mafia movie the rest of the year. I'll just save all my all my mafia jerk off sessions for March and May. That's fair. <laughs> that, by, by that time, we'll have our YouTube channel up and running, so we can just watch you. By that time, it also might be a little difficult for me to do that kind of stuff. Jerk off. Jerk off. I mean, that's that's pretty quick I, and simple I mean, to do. Yeah. I mean, you can, get, you can get that done in like three minutes if you're real good at it. Two and a half, depending on who I'm watching that. Uh, <laughs> you mean um, like a, <laughs> it's a time square killer? Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, this is I'm talking about like March, May. Yeah, I figure. Well, you know, we figured you'd probably 
probably be done doing the podcast within a couple months here. Well, You're just like, ah, all right, guys. Like have a nice first, like, well, actually, once August hits and yeah. Tiff has the baby, I'll have, like, six weeks off of work. Yeah. So I'll actually have, like, a lot of, like, free time. Yeah. But, like, you know, I don't, like, I don't see you of, doing much. Taking care of a, a newborn is probably, uh, yeah. I, yeah. When we were talking about this, I'm like, we think Charles is probably just gonna tell us to go fuck ourselves on this one. I, <laughs> I, guess say if like, I, had to... I wouldn't say it like that. I'd be a little bit more polite about it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't you. say it like that. I'll just do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm retiring. Yeah. I'll write you like a, a resignation page. <laughs> like a like a five paragraph essay on why I, why you guys should go fuck yourselves, basically. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, we figured we were probably in the last days of Charles on here, but I'm gonna do my good. best. Yeah. No, we know you. Uh, so you got anything else before we dive into the Matrix Revolutions? I started watching Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Okay. And I'm not going to lie to you, it's it's kind of slow. And by kind of, I mean like real slow the first couple episodes. But now it's actually starting to pick up. But I'd never watch it. Okay. I, I was not. Trying, I was trying to get back into like the Marvel shows on uh, okay. Netflix. So. Yeah. Yeah. Daredevil's pretty good. Been watching that. Punisher's the best one. The Punisher. I mean, of course, I haven't watched Luke Cage or the whatever the other girl's name is. Jessica Jones. Yeah, so I've watched Jones. Jessica Jones with Tiff. We watched Luke Cage. We've watched. We've been watching Daredevil, and then I started Iron Fist. We also watched a little bit of the Defenders. But like, I tell her, and I watched the Punisher. But I told her I was like, Frank Castle would beat the brakes off of Matt Murdock. <laughs> I was like, he's like, she's like, no way. Like, she's really like arguing with me about this. Matt Murdock, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, Daredevil is great, but I'm like, Frank Castle is just built. He dude's cut from a different cloth. Like, he's so much more fucking durable. It seems like than everybody else, with the exception of Luke Cage. Yeah, I'm wondering if um, if Daredevil's going to make any sort of comeback here because Matt Murdock was in that new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I was Peter's lawyer, so that was pretty cool. I wonder about that. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see because, oh, so did you like really like Daredevil, so far or was it just it. like it's like fine? So far, I've liked it because I started getting bored with it. Just I felt like it was slow moving, and it's a lot of like I'm blind. Huh. I mean, I've gotten <laughs> past the part where he was like, "Oh, I'm blind," but it was like, yeah. At this point, it's like I'm at the point where Frank Castle is now on the show. Right, like, that's probably the best part of so Daredevil. This, so right as of right now, this is where it's like the best in my opinion yeah so yeah that yeah i felt that was the best part of the show i felt like it moved kind of slow when he wasn't on there for sure and then like the iron fist show is kind of like the same way first episode's real slow second episode's kind of slow and now it's starting to get a little bit better but i haven't gotten too far into it yeah but yeah punisher is op yeah that's and that one is like action from the fucking start i mean like it's a slow like what 15 minutes maybe in that show of and the then first every episode, episode after that, and it's then just chaos, chaos, it's just chaos. murder, murder, heal, murder, 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 heal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I fucking yeah, I that's love it. Fantastic show. Next time you see Tiff, you need to tell her be like the Punisher would beat Daredevil's ass, and she, <laughs> she will literally start ranting, <laughs> swinging. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, but anyways, back cool. to the Matrix. Yeah, so into. Uh, uh, okay, so I've done this for all the uh, movies so far. HBO Max description. Neo, Morpheus, and Trinity prepare for a final battle against vicious machines set to invade Zion. So, again, 
It's their best description yet. It, it's better than the other two. Far better. It's better than the other two. But at the same time, they still kind of missed it. <laughs> yeah. Trinity man. and Neo go off and do their own thing in the machine seat. Nobody's sitting. The way I don't know that description sounds like we're sitting here, we're getting ready, and then and everybody fights together. That's not what happens. That's not at all how that fucking movie. It's, yeah, I mean Morpheus is like barely in this fucking movie, other than yeah, like isn't that wild? operating with Niobe, you know. Like, yeah, so, I mean, right? I think, I, I mean, feel like most of it really doesn't even show, like, just the people that were in the second one like that. Like, right. I mean, it's like, you get Neo, and he's kind of, like, caught in, like, limbo or whatever for a bit, and they're like, what the fuck? And they finally find him, and he's like, hey, so I gotta go back. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Why? And they're, like, confused about it. It was a whole fucking thing with them. Yeah. But continue. Yeah. Right? What, what do you think of the description? I think all the descriptions have been fucking awful. <laughs> But I also feel like I've seen some bad movie descriptions. I feel like these pretty top of the bad ones I've had. They're pretty far off from what the movie actually is. There's it seems like movie descriptions for the most part aren't really super accurate. But like this right. is like these are like these are I like just far. had to keep reading them because those that like that first one was just like so comically like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different movie. Yeah. And so yeah, I just I was like yeah, I'm gonna keep reading these. So anyway, let's get into plot here start the movie picking up immediately where reloaded ended which i gotta say i do appreciate in the movie like i don't like when you go to another movie and it's like so six months have passed and yeah he's gay now and they have children yeah there's like a, he's like dead and it's like yeah i don't like i don't like this gap like i like i do like when a movie's like okay psh, we're here you don't like when they were gone for five years no <laughs> i don't uh so picking so, up immediately where reloaded ended Neo and, ben and Bane still lie unconscious in the medical bay of the ship Hammer. Inside the Matrix, Neo is trapped in a subway station named Mobile Avenue, a transition zone between the Matrix and the machine world. He meets a family of programs, including a girl named Sati. The father tells Neo the subway is controlled by the train man, a program loyal to the Merovingian. When Neo tries to board a train with the family, the train man refuses and overpowers him. Which blew my mind that he punched him like that yeah. into the wall. And, like, Neo just, just laid there. I was like, first of all, bro, like, you were giving the agents the business. Like, why did you take that hit so poorly? Trey Man said he's God down there, right? So, you know, that's, uh... Yeah, but Neo's supposed to be able to, like, overpower and, you know, just outwork all the machines and programs and stuff in the Matrix. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so notes on that paragraph uh yeah i don't like the plugged in but not that's kind of weird I, I mean i guess you find out that that's kind of his i don't know he's ability yeah but the limbo thing yeah the limbo thing was weird like how did he end up in this between pro like if he if he's jack because <laughs> i guess the way that it works at least the way that i understand it is that, like the train man is who the frenchman uses to like Right. systems like in and out like just things in and out right and obviously when they go back from the matrix to the real world they pass through that so if they were able to like pass through that and like say like the frenchman or whoever whatever system was able to like catch him in time to where they could like block that mm -hmm. just like a receptor in general right it would keep him trapped in that limbo mode right you know what i mean because that he makes sense he wouldn't technically be in the matrix anymore Right. But he wouldn't be in, like, the real world either. So he'd be caught in that, like, in-between. That makes sense. 
I guess I just wonder how his mind because he's doing this thing to the machines at the end of the Reloaded. Yeah. I just wonder how his mind then transfers, like even starts the transfer into the Matrix. You know, like that was kind of. I don't know. Yeah. That uh, I do not understand. Yeah. It, but. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. It's too big brain. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and like I've said, like. I think a few times at this point doing these podcasts like you can't try to understand the these too much you know because like there's a certain level of it where it's just like Not it's just a movie <laughs> like we wrote some stuff and we there's a lot of open ends and we're just leaving it up to you guys to interpret it like that's kind of how i feel they wrote for sure. A lot of this shit. And it kind of hurts when you try to think too hard about it. Well, like... <laughs> we try and think, like, at the logically begin- about it, too. And you're like, right. it's just not... Well, like, at the beginning of that note, when you ended up taking over, because, like, I start thinking about this, then I'm like, well, but... Oh, but th- but there's... Mm. Like, <laughs> like, every <laughs> sentence starts with but. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'll start here. No, that doesn't... See, but, the, but there's a thing over here, but then there's a thing over there, and I don't like that. And I don't like the way it's looking at me. Another thing... Note, just did. It went from, in the, like, in the first movie, they had, like, an actual, like, camera view, it seemed, of watching the people in the Matrix, right? Like, remember when Morpheus and Neo were fighting in the first mm-hmm. movie? And they're literally watching them on the screen. Uh, and yeah. now, in every movie since, like, even in the... I watched Resurrections, but... Uh, every movie since, they're always just watching code. And they're like, look, he's right there. And it's like... like what are you, bitch, <laughs> what are you looking at? What are you looking at? I thought that's what they did in the first one, then. I think... So, like, sight when, yeah, when Neo, like, woke up in the middle of the night and, like, Cypher's up drinking paint thinner. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, you get used to it after a while. There's just, there's a blonde and there's a whatever, whatever the hell he says. Mm-hmm. But I remember specifically in that scene where Morpheus and Neo are fighting, they are standing there and there is a literal view of them, like, surveillance looking almost, of them sitting there, like, you know, fighting. I don't know why I had to say, (laughs) but you know what I mean. Yeah, the sound effect. Yeah. I I don't know. I guess I'll have to go back and double check that one, because I I thought they were always watching code on the screen. Uh, The vast majority of the time, yeah. Well, that's probably why I don't remember it. Regardless, how the fuck can you sit there and look at, oh, they're right there. You don't see that? See those symbols right there? That means he's right over there. (laughs) Right. Like, I mean, obviously they're in a whole different, like, world than what we're in, but I'm still kind of like... Why now, if it was, like, outlined and, like, so, like, you know when, like, Neo yes, looks exactly at stuff and, like, reloaded, or, like, looked at Trinity and it was, like, the outline of Trinity and, and he, yeah. like, reached in her and restarted her heart and all that? And, like, and he does it, well, no, he just saw Smith and Fire in this one. But anyway. But, yeah, looking like that, like, I, didn't, I understand if everything was, like, outlined in code and they were watching that, but this shit's literally just, like, stream of information running down the screen in code and it's like, okay, so you don't... Come on. Also, you're the, reading it. Like, what? Yeah. What is? What is it? Like, what do you? That doesn't make any sense. Now, I could be wrong, but when you see the screens and they're in code, mm-hmm. I feel like you're looking at like not numbers, but actual like characters of a different language. Well, I mean, that's wrong. what computers are binary, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but that's usually ones and zeros. Right. But the code that you're reading on the screen, that at least from what I'm thinking that I was seeing, was like. Japanese characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could be wrong. But I thought that's what it was. And I was like, huh. So all of a sudden, everybody's just, like, able to read, like, kanji and stuff like that. Right, but there's... Even then, there's no way you're reading all... There, uh, it's, like, what? 30 rows across? 
going down the screen yeah. fast as shit. So, I mean, there's no way you're reading all of that and processing it immediately. I mean... No. Japanese kana, other strange runes, and some Arabic numerals. Huh. Arabic. Oh, I said Arabic. Arabic. <laughs> we well, one, like there's one brain cell in this room. <laughs> we pass it back. I was like, I, I was like, I was reading that out loud, but I was looking the next line down, trying to get more information. <laughs> I just combined words, <laughs> and that's what would happen if you tried to read all the Matrix code <laughs> as fast as they do. There's no fucking way. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Right. Someone might be dying. Someone might be giving birth. I, I don't know. Exactly. But I know it's evil because it's what does it say? Borg green. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking cut that quote right there. You can tell it's evil because it's Borg green. Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's what this page says that we just looked up. So, Seraph contacts Morpheus and Trinity on behalf of the Oracle, who informs them of Neo's confinement. Seraph, Morpheus, and Trinity enter Club Hell, where they confront the Merovingian and force him to release Neo. Troubled by visions of the Machine City, Neo visits the Oracle, who reveals that Smith intends to destroy both the Matrix and the real world. She tells him that everything that has a beginning has an end. After Neo leaves, a large group of Smiths assimilates uh, Sati and Seraph. The Oracle does not resist assimilation, and Smith gains her powers of precognition. So on the Oracle, obviously she looked a little different. Different person, right? Yeah. The What really happened with her was... Uh, that actress died. I played was, her originally. I was gonna say, please don't tell me she passed away. But yeah, I like between know. movies too, which is fucked up. Which that wasn't considering that, yeah, I know. Like yeah, so so and then what happened was, you know, the Oracle pissed off the Merovingian. What? How they corrected it in the story? Like the Oracle pissed off the Merovingian, and you know she had to, she had, had to change shells, if you will, right? right. So. Uh, so that's sad uh, about that person. Um, Seraph is a he's a goon. Seraph's all, I you yeah. know that's funny. Fun, My yeah. note I was about to read was Seraph is awesome. Yeah, I, I love how when he pulled up to the club and they like went to go in, he like pulled guns out of his sleeves like they were just in there the whole time. I was like, so you just be beating people's ass with guns in your sleeves and they don't fall out. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I mean. I was like, he's oh, slick. I guess he is, he's mad slick about the shit. Said GTA logic, right? It's yeah. the same thing with Neo or uh, uh, Trinity pulling out the fucking gun on uh, oh, Persephone. Yeah. Oh. I was like, where was that? Yeah. I didn't see that yeah, anywhere. I, I, that shit you're she, wearing is skin tight. She's hiding in her snatch. Speaking of Persephone, she's fine. I thought you were saying, speaking of snatch. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of snatch. Speaking of snatch, I impregnated one. <laughs> I did. No, I just uh, I just turned that one into a nine month leased apartment. Pretty much. <laughs> no, uh, Perse- the chick that actually plays Persephone. Uh huh. Actually, she was in uh, Spectre. Okay. Mm, she played Lucia. Hmm. Spectre. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I was like, she's fine as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I felt the everybody walking on the ceiling thing was a little unnecessary. Yeah, that was that like it's of... a cool scene, and I think I think because this movie was just so fucking. There's a lot of, like, not-in-the-Matrix scenes. And, like, to me as a kid, I was bored as hell by it. Like, I was not looking forward to re-watching this movie as an adult. Because I was like... Yeah. I just remember being like, is something gonna fucking happen? Yeah. Like, because Squids and all that shit wasn't really that entertaining. Outside of the Matrix. Yeah, so. like, the whole reason I watched The Matrix was for The Matrix. But, I, so I feel like they were trying to overcompensate with the ceiling thing. 
having everybody yeah. run around on the ceiling. Yeah, and, it was just. I mean, there were so many shots fired, and no one and getting nobody hit. Could hit anything. I was like, yeah, I see why y'all losing this fucking war. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It, it just blew my mind. I was like, Morpheus had the two like. Well, and I feel like the villains might have been able to hit somebody if they weren't upside down. It's probably you know, goddamn <laughs> nauseating that would be. Trying to shoot at people upside down and cartwheeling across the ceiling yeah. while still being upside down. Yeah. Like, it just... Like, Didn't make any like, sense. Man. It was a little over the top, and I feel like they were just kind of overcompensating because... Just a tad. They knew just that this a one's a little boring. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, it was The Matrix, so I was still gonna watch it. Right. Also, I found out Keanu Reeves, like, I saw a picture on Facebook today, uh-huh. and he was doing, like, a hand sign with another actor from the anime Naruto, and I thought that was, like, super clutch. Because <laughs> he's, like, a big, like, everybody, like, loves him, and, like, yeah. his, like, the movies and stuff, so I was, like, that's cool as fuck that he's, like, relating to people on, like, that level. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. right? Like, he's a, he's a big, like, computer dude, like... But anyways, hmm. sorry, sidetracked again. No. Okay, so the Oracle thing, right? Yeah. First of all, God bless that lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless, rest in peace. But second of all, how did she... Why, how is a program created by the Matrix, like, sole, its sole purpose to go against it? Mm, like the Oracle going against... Yeah, the whole the thing Matrix with the Oracle. She's itself. a thing of the Matrix. Right. And she just... Helps all the people. Like, She's a rogue did, AI. To keep things spicy. A rogue AI. Rogue I mean, no, no. <laughs> I hate when you do that. <laughs> You're always like, what, what, did, what, what were we talking about last week where you were like, it was something about computers and you're like, do you know what? It was, I don't even remember what it was. And it was like. Oh, the iteration thing. Yeah, do you know what iterations are? I'm like. No, Charles, I don't know what iterations are. Fucking. Okay. You just do it like, I could, oh, I could be, man. you could say bread, and I could be like, bread, and you'd be like, yeah, see, it's this thing, they would like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe like yeast and grains, and we uh, put it, you know, we make sandwiches with it, you know sandwiches, and I could be like, sandwiches, you're like, yeah, so you take a piece of bread, and you put this on, you put the cheese, you put the lettuce and tomato, and you put another piece of bread on top, it's a sandwich. Like tomato, tomato, yeah. Uh, There's debate whether or not it's a fruit or a vegetable. Uh, It grows on a vine, so you know. A lot of people say tomato, tomato. You know, enunciation is. uh, Yeah. Anyway, those people probably think that the jets actually burned beams and twin towers made them fall. But that's yeah. Tomatoes are fruits. (laughs) Thanks, George Bush. And he put his uh, he put his infinity gauntlet on, and he. Alakazam. (laughs) In a dust. Literally. I guess what I'm getting at, though, is... So... And again, the Matrix just makes me, like, grab my face, and it's like, wait, so... Because I think think what it is, I think we're thinking about it too logically. I guess I'm just thinking that the Matrix itself is AI, right? A program created by AI. Right. Right? So... How does the Oracle come to be? Because the Matrix isn't going to willingly create this Oracle that is going to fuck their shit up. So, think about it like this. So, where does that come from, though? You remember how in, like, the whole, like, Terminator series, they were like, Skynet became self-aware, that kind of deal? Right. 
So if that's the case, I mean, over time, like an AI, technically they have like lifespans, right? Mm-hmm. At least from like the shit that I've seen with AIs, they have like lifespans. And they, yeah, like the, they can become like corrupt or rampant, mm-hmm. right? They can fragment, they can develop different personalities based on that. Kind of like a human brain would like split itself under like crazy trauma and stress. Like that would, I guess that might lead to something like that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the, the uh, what's his name? The agent dude, he's a rogue AI. Like he's right. his own, like a rogue program, but he's still an AI because he's still self-aware. Right. So I would assume it's something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's too big. Brain I guess like programs evolve, maybe. Because like every well, they get yeah piece of the matrix isn't its own. AI created the matrix, right? Right. They have different. So there's not like different AI within the matrix, right? There's different ones in charge of different functions of the matrix. I guess one thing of the matrix as is like this big, it's like a computer, right? Oh, was you scrapping in prison? Uh, uh, I scrapped in jail. I didn't scrap in prison. I scrapped oh. in jail. But, uh... What the fuck happened there? Um, so I had a lot of, like, PTSD... I don't know if it was PTSD or, like, just anxiety uh. dreams. But I had a lot of nightmares when I got to jail. Like, every night. Mm. So, like, I would wake up, um, like, super angry and just, like, really... Just, like... Uh, like, I would wake up upset, right? So, like, just super emotional and anxious and shit. And this one night... Very, very, like, very, very vivid dream. Yeah, very uh-huh. vivid dream of, like, this specific, specific dude in the same uh, block as me, uh, like, ridiculing me. That was my dream, right? But this dude was, like, like just a, a piece of shit. I don't know why in my dream I was this one dude was pointing and laughing at me, right? So I wake up and I'm already in a bad mood because I have this dream about this dude. And they, the first thing this dude says to me is talking shit about this guy who's sleeping and not helping clean up. So, I don't know what came over me. I don't know if this was me, like, trying to fight for clout or something. But the second I woke up, I brushed my eyes off, and I wake this dude up. I say, get the fuck up, bro. You're cleaning. So, you're not going to walk around here with your fucking onion stompers, dirtying up the fucking place, get off your fucking rack, and clean the toilet. He didn't like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Uh, that really is like, it wasn't in my nature, like, it's not in my nature to do that, but I was just so, like, frustrated and, like, just, I saw red because this dream and, like, this dude. Yeah. And I was like, get the fuck up and clean, bro. I think That's that not the right messed, way to talk to people. The, I think your dreams just kind of messed with your psyche mm-hmm. at that point because... My psyche was fucked when I got to jail. Well, like, for real. Like, because, like, for you to wake up, waking up in a bad mood is not mm-hmm. uncommon with, like, vivid... Especially around 24 dreams. other dudes who are, like... Also, like, not in a good well, headspace. Not, you know I mean? to, not to be fair, like, I wake up sometimes, like, from bad dreams, and, like, it has bothered me when yeah. I first woke up. And, yeah. like, Tiff, like, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Even, like she even has that. She'll be like, she'll have a bad dream. She'll be like, yeah. oh, you left me for somebody, or, like, this, <laughs> sure. that, or the other. And yeah, it's, like, yeah, you know, yeah, typical, yeah. typical, like, so, girlfriend it was stuff. a dream, babe. Just go back so, to sleep. <laughs> so it's, like, it's, but it's, like, it's stuff like that that, like, it genuinely will affect you. It will affect you, yeah. More will. than people, like, realize, and... So when I woke up, I told him to pretty much get to work, uh, which is not the right way to wake somebody up, especially in jail. Um, so he he jumps out of his rack, and the way that the way that it's kind of designed, like the bathroom, it's not a bathroom; it's a fucking toilet, like on the in other the side, middle, in the middle of the room, right? Yeah. So like I'm cleaning the like I got up immediately and just started cleaning because like in this pod, everyone ha- there's different rules to different pods. 
the rules are set by the Podfather, essentially is what he's called. And the Podfather's just been there the longest. So he gets the best rack, and he kind of sets the rules and the tone for the, for the pod. The rules were wake up, clean. Because they, they only give you cleaning supplies in the jail between like 9 and 10 a.m. So you have to wake up and you have to clean between those times or else they're going to take the cleaning supplies away. You know what I mean? So I get up aggressive. I tell the dude to start cleaning. I go back, start cleaning the toilet. He jumps out of his rack and he starts talking shit. And, you know, I'm kind of, I'm out of my headspace, but I'm still talking shit back. Right? It's at that moment that he reaches into his box because everyone gets a uh, tote box where you can keep your belongings. He reaches in and this dude in hindsight, was ready for a fight. Mm. He was really ready for a fight because he pulls out a uh, a sock with soap in it. And he starts twisting it around, doing this fucking thing. Like, you're oh, a fucking ninja. Like, trying to intimidate you, basically. He's like, what's up? What's up? Type of shit. I laugh. All right, bet. Give me a second. I was in bare feet and Crocs, by the way. So I'm wearing no socks and Crocs. You put them in sport mode? I said, hold up, give me a second. Let me put some socks on. I go walk over smiling still, put some socks on. So I walk over, I you know, I square up and everything. And he's squared up and he's still doing his fucking ninja thing. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know if it was because I'd just been working out for the past like months. And I'm fucking like getting into it, but I thought that I was able to I thought that I would be able to launch off of the bunk beds and bicycle kick this dude into the wall. That's what my that's what happened in my head, right? So you, you were Luke Kang in your mind. I was Luke Kang in my mind, right? So I'm thinking that I'm just gonna launch off this fucking like bunk bed because there's two bunk beds near near like kind of like close near. So I'm gonna I'm gonna launch off these bunk beds and I'm gonna spear kick this guy into the wall and it'd be over, right? That'd be sweet, huh? That's not what happened. I I I, <laughs> I don't have the upper body strength to launch myself off anything, let alone the lower body strength to kick somebody in the chest so i'm kind of just wobbling there for a minute <laughs> this dude is still like you know swinging this thing around and i'm like oh jesus so i'm kind of fending him off of my foot for a second and eventually he swings with the with the uh he swings with the um so with the soap and hits me in the arm and immediately i just kind of i go in i elbow him and i start kind of clobbering like i'm not really I'm not a fighter, man. Like, I'm not the tactical, like, oh, left, right, boom. Like, I'm not that guy. It's like, how can I get you to bleed as fast as possible? So I'm just clobbering, and he's clobbering. We're hitting each other. And it's probably, like, um, not even a minute. It's probably 10 seconds of us punching each other until he grabs me, like, around the waist, and he puts his head down. I put him in a guillotine, which, to anybody listening to this, is just where a person's... A person's chin is on the inside of your bicep, not the outside. So, when you lock a person in, they cannot, they can't leave. It's illegal in every single fucking sport, but in a fight in jail, it's completely legal. So, it's, uh, I'm putting him in a guillotine, and uh, legality went up. <laughs> I I start to sink him in, and I bring him down to the ground, and he's I'm I'm sinking it all the way in, and I'm at this point. Let's not make it. I don't want to. I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it. I'm screaming in this guy's face like a fucking Viking. I'm like, you ready to die? <laughs> this is a little embarrassing afterwards because, like, everyone was laughing afterwards, but, like, they were dapping me up because they thought it was funny. But I'm like, you ready to die, bitch? You ready to die, bitch? And I'm choking this dude. I'm like, you ready to die, bitch? 
and I'm laughing, dude. It's a little fucking crazy in hindsight, but I'm screaming and laughing. <laughs> and he does the fucking... I call it... This is what they call it in the fucking army. A death, a death, uh, a death girdle. Or not a death girdle. Fucking, uh... It's a fucking, uh... Death gurgle. Not death girdle. Death gurgle. Where they make that last... Lit, like, oh, that last noise. Mm. That's them. They can't do anything else. That's their, yeah. They're pretty much knocked out. So I let go. What's this dude do? Get up. He gets up and starts to try to punch me again. Like, dude. And I'm already on the ground. I'm underneath kind of a... I'm like... I had him in a weird angle. Yeah. So I'm kind of... Once I let him go, I kind of end up underneath the bunk bed. And uh, long story short, he ends up getting up. I... Uh, I sucker because he he ends up sucker punching me, so I sucker punch him back. But it was a kick to the face, and uh, <laughs> you sucker. <laughs> I I sucker kicked him in the face. I sucker punched him with my he said, foot. He's like he's like all right, stop, stop. He said stop. He did this. He puts his hands up. He's and he puts his head down. He's like stop. After he sucker punched me, I call him a bitch again and I kick him in the face. And uh, yeah, that was my fucking that was my first jail like real jail fight. I got into a couple more, but, like, that was the real, like, one-on-one, like, I was fucked up, because he actually fucked me up, like, he was a, he was, like, he's a big dude, he's a big fucking, like, I mean, he was really ugly, but he was, he was ugly as fuck, dude, but, like, I don't know, he's just, he's this big dude, man, and, like, he slept on the floor in the day room for, like, a fucking, like, month and didn't shower, I'm like, dude, like, you gotta fucking shower, man, like, I, I couldn't let some stinky guy beat me up, is what I'm saying, he was an ugly, stinky dude. He looked like Shrek. Yeah. That's why I told him, I'm like, don't fucking bring your onion stompers around me. This comes full circle. And, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I ended up having just pretty much a bad bruise, if I gotta be honest. I had a busted lip, bad bruise. Um, I don't know, it, it might have just been because of the tone of the day that I set, but that night, um, an old man ended up getting a laceration to the face from another person, and... This is, in hindsight, of course. I mean, I probably deserved it, but they gave me a ticket for my fight because they went back and watched the cameras from the fight that night, and they watched the cameras from the entire day. So like, oh well, we we saw him in his fight, but we also saw you from the morning. I was like, what the fuck? So if that guy hadn't fought that night, I wouldn't have got a ticket. But I got put on commissary restriction and stuff. And I got moved. I got moved from the first floor to the second floor, and it was a whole thing. Hmm. Sounds but kind of uh, ridiculous. To, um, yeah, I mean, to jail, connect the two fights, jail is a fucking shit show. So I mean, like, I, I didn't need to get in that fight at all. But if I had been in a normal setting and I'd had that kind of like reaction to my dreams and my own emotions, I probably wouldn't have gotten into a fight. I probably would have been able to talk to somebody. You know what I mean? But it was the fact that in my dream it was so vivid. Dude's right there. On top of that, he's reciprocating. I guess we gotta fight. So, made me feel better. There you go. In the moment. In the moment. I, was say, I guess in the moment. In the yeah. moment, it made me feel better. Because, I mean, I don't know. I took one computer programming class in high school and I almost failed it. I, I, took, I, think I, I like took keyboarding and. <laughs> I almost failed it, so I'm not gonna act like I know anything. But just in thinking about it, like computer code, right? The computer has codes that run different things, right? right? So, <laughs> I guess I'm thinking, whoever made the computer, the Matrix, right? In sorts, right? In essence, right? 
who's sitting there going like like why would they be like all right and then we'll put this oracle in there what's that do it might fuck everything up <laughs> like okay so why are you putting that in there i don't know <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that, that's the way i think of it it's like it's like the uh the matrix was a computer and it decided to install LimeWire on itself. <laughs> there you go. That's that's a good way to put it, yeah. <laughs> decided decided to install LimeWire where this eh, might do some good, but you you're probably gonna die. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, well my dad said, uh, talking to him the other day, he's like he's like, Well, I always thought of the Oracle kinda like a cheat code in a video game. And I was like, interesting. You know, that might be one of the smartest things I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, I know, right? I was like, wow, Dad. That was, <laughs> that was very perceptive. That's, un- that's unlike him. Very good. My, no, no, no. My dad's very uh, <laughs> conspiracy theory, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, he loved talking to Dakota. He's telling me about the Matrix. He's like, he's like it's what's like going to happen. And I'm like, oh, all right, all right. Alright, and that's, <laughs> there comes a point in conversations with my dad where I start going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay, it's so, uh, let's see, program, yeah, okay, next paragraph. Uh, oh, whoops, I'm on racketeering, how did that happen? Technical difficulties. No. Technical difficulties. Okay. In the real world, the crews of the Nebuchadnezzar and the Hammer find and reactivate Niobe's ship, the Logos. They interrogate Bane, who says that he has no recollection of the earlier massacre. As the captains plan their defense of Zion, Neo requests the ship to travel to the Machine City. Motivated, motivated by her encounter with the Oracle, Niobe offers him the Logos. Neo departs, accompanied by Trinity. Bane, who is stowed away on the Logos, takes Trinity hostage. Neo realizes that Bane has been assimilated by Smith and a fight ensues. Not exactly how that happens, but whatever. Uh, Bane burns Neo's eyes with a power cable, blinding him. Neo discovers that he can still see, quote, machine source code in the real world and uses this ability to kill Bane. Again, not how they portrayed it in the movie. Smith was like a fiery figure in his vision, but that's fine. Uh, Trinity pilots them to the Machine City. Can we talk about how he looked after he got his eyes burned? That was, mm. was something. Something in a good way or a bad way. I, I see why you wanted to kill Bane though, because like if if he if somebody burned your eyes with some fucking electrical, electrical cords like, like that, like like buddy, like I, I'm like if not I just, could see code, like if I could see like he was able to see, like yeah, I'm gonna beat your ass to pieces. Not just one. He grabbed two and said. Ging, ging, oh, ging, yeah. ging, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Surprised his fucking heart didn't explode. That's fine. We we should come up with a list of like movie rules, right? Oh yeah. Because in this movie, for instance, right? Neo gets the the the, the electrical to the eyes. Right. Gets his eyes melted. If good guy sticks uh bad guy with electrical hoses to the eyes, bad guy dies. Right? Bad guy sticks electrical hoses in good guy's eye. Good guy lives, is blind, can see through fire. <laughs> computer code. Fire, yes. Or like later when the ship crashes into the uh, into Zion, right? Anything like that? Bad guy? 
you know, small fire becomes big fire becomes explosion. Bad guy dead. Good guys, you know, crash into stuff. Little fires, that's eh, fine. Good guys, save the day. Hey, okay. Yeah. Back to fight another war. Uh, I don't know, I guess I just started thinking of that because I, I watched uh, Scream today. Oh, God. And Scream is, like, very, like... Have you ever watched Scream? I've seen, like, one, like, bits and pieces of one, but it's just, like, some of the shit that I've seen, like... No, do, okay. They've if made you too like, many. You what? They've made too many. Oh, yeah. No, I watched the first Scream. The first... Right. I haven't watched anything past the first Scream. But it's it's very, like... It's meta, scary movie. Mm. Right? They talk about, like... You know, because there's, like, fans of scary movies in the thing, right? So, oh, which yeah, is yeah. ironic, because then this scary movie is happening to them. Yep. And so, they're talking about, like, what the different rules of scary movies are. It's like, like, like whoa, 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 hold on. Rule number one. Like, if you're a virgin, you don't die. Virgins don't die. People that go off and sneak off and have sex, they have to die. They get murdered <laughs> immediately. Virgins live. Virgins figure it out in the final chase scene. You know, it's very interesting because, you know, everything we talk about, it's, that's the theme in, like, all the scary movies, right? So, the virgin's always the winner, you know, and... Yeah. Just, it, there's a bunch of different shit like that sprinkled through the whole movie. It's fun. Except for Old Girl and Friday the 13th. What was her name? Yeah, yeah, they or broke the like rules. That. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, died. That poor girl. Although, I don't think she was a virgin, technically. She didn't have sex in the movie. Yeah, so then we can't say she's not. Right, but she was with that douche, and I'm like, I'm sure he's like... Yeah, that's why he went and fucked old girl, though, because she probably wasn't, you know... Well, because she was gone. Well, she was also probably not one to put out, just period. Yeah. Commander Locke's a douche. We knew that, though, from Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> um, can we quit having meetings, Council? We're, like, like two hours away hours, from them. Yeah, they, they want to hold fucking meetings. Like, hey... <laughs> Let's see if the machines will just give us a second to have a meeting, and then they can continue their fucking campaign. Well, and then, like, when they fired off the EMP later, and they're, like, in another meeting, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> like, so, what happened? <laughs> like, uh, how about I go handle this shit, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love it. Neo's a bad real-world fighter, and it's lame. Uh-huh. It's very disappointing. And maybe... As far as the APUs, you know, the thing that people get in and shoot with, Those right? And so, they're those. very cool. But can we maybe have a design where the operator is protected? It's asking too much. Because <laughs> he's I mean, out there in the open getting smacked with the fucking tentacles <sighs> and shit. Oof, my man got cut. He got slit open. Yeah, I'm telling you right rough. now, like that hurt. Like the first one across my forehead or something. Like I'd have been like, I'm done with this. Like you know, like, what? I'd be like, I'm like, I'm getting out. Somebody else can do this. Um, <laughs> the bitch slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's like, hand me my baby powder. Yeah. <laughs> my baby powder. You got my money, bitch? That's basically what it was like. <laughs> Niobe and Morpheus rush towards Zion in the hammer to aid the human defenses. Zion's shipyard is overwhelmed by a horde of sentinels, and the fatally wounded, wounded Captain Mufuni instructs, his, instructs Kid to open the gate for the hammer. I didn't know Kevin Hart was in this. Which he <laughs> does with the aid of Z. When it arrives, it discharges its EMP, disabling all the sentinels present, but also Zion's remaining defenses. The humans are forced to retreat and wait for the next attack, thinking it will be their last stand. 
So, and that, you know, uh, Z and What's-Her-Face are running, rolling around trying to uh, shoot everybody with the rocket launchers. Oh, yeah. How come they always waited until, like, they got to the target to then load the rockets? Seems like while running around the tunnels they could maybe throw those rockets in. Ah, Just small note. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that'd I make too much sense, though. I can see what you're saying. At the same time, though, a rocket is a live piece of ammunition so it's like if that person in front of you just by coincidence got hit with like a laser or something from like the sentinel you're both turned into like puddles a laser those sentinels weren't shooting lasers what were they shooting at man they were shooting nothing oh, they, they were... just come up with those tentacles and uh, like... you know what <laughs> yeah but you know just out of sheer coincidence if like you got shot with something or zapped with something some things right. off explosives. I just, you know, I feel like you're in a war. It's like, you know, YOLO. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, let's let's roll. Holy shit, Notre Dame just scored. Minute five left on the clock. Sentinels had a really poor attack plan for being machines. Because, I mean, there's just this mass of them, and they're just all flying around. You know, like, we're going to get you. When? So Eventually. Soon. So for them, it's more like a quantity over quality thing. I know, but like... So you saw the way they rushed Mifune, right? Mm. And it was like, yo, the way you did that, you could have just... They could have just swarmed every APU in the whole thing and just been done in, like, a minute. Yeah. Like, and they couldn't have done shit about it. Like, yeah. I, once there was enough of them, like, that, they literally could have done that whole thing. Yeah, they. I mean, for being machines that were, like, able to find shit because they have, like, radar built into their tentacles and shit, like... They were kind of dumb. A little bit dumb. Like, like just terrible attack plan. Like they all shared one brain cell, so that's <laughs> oh, probably that, why. Is that it was what like they all that. did? Okay. Well, yeah. Think about how if you got six hundred thousand of them breaking into a fucking Zion, which I don't know how many exactly it was, but like, it's a lot. Say it's like that, right? And they're all yeah. sharing one brain cell, and they fire a rocket. They gotta pass that brain cell through the other five hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine to the one that's gonna take the rocket for <laughs> to protect like the drilling and shit. Right. So. Although I suppose if they did all that, there wouldn't be much of a movie. Exactly. But, uh, the other thing I thought was funny, they were talking about saving the cavalry in those meetings, and I was like, why? Do you have another army of machines you're fighting tomorrow? Like, what? This is it. This is... This is the, this this is the is war. This, this, <laughs> this is the war, sir. This is the war, the only one. And y'all over here having goddamn meetings and shit. Let's have a meeting. Well, you want to use the whole cavalry? Well, because, like, Locke was like... Like, I'd like to use half the cavalry. It was like, and it was like, half the cavalry? Like, bitch, what are you? Yeah, I'm like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you, you want to take like 40 of the 80 people you have? <laughs> like, I was like, that's, just take them all. I mean, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Are we fighting a war or what not, or what, you know? You come on now. You know how this shit goes in like the dystopian futures. It's always about protecting the council or the elders or whatever you might. Yeah, call that's true. I'm like I'm not gonna lie to you. My first instinct would be like, let them die. We can just recruit new ones. Somebody can get voted in. Yeah. You know, it's like friends and family. Like those are the ones you protect, not the fucking people that have been alive longer than they should have making shitty decisions. Yeah. The ZMP thing is troubling me when I was watching this too. Correct. Because I watched it twice. Just didn't, you know, want to really make sure I had a grasp on it, right? 
the EMP thing, so when, you know, Niobe and Morpheus and all of them are coming back in the hammer, and they're like, if we get them in, we can get the EMP. And Locke's all about it, and then, of course, he's a douche when they come back. They're like, yeah, but you took all our defenses. Like, you were going to die if we didn't come in. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. But, like, if you're fighting a war against these machines, like, wouldn't you just be like, all right, so we're going to take out our shit, and it's going to suck. But... Let's just load this place up with EMPs. That's what I'm saying. I don't and then every, we let a whole wave buttons, of them get in. And just everywhere. like, EMP, EMP, yeah, exactly. EMP. Wave by wave, take all those fuckers out. I'm telling you, man. I'd be like Oprah Winfrey with that shit. You get it. You get it. You get it. You get it. Exactly. It'd have been, that would have been the smartest way to fucking go about it. Exactly. But, you know, they used the one EMP that's on the ship. And then I was like, well, weren't there more ships? But I did think back and I was like okay well we lost a couple ships and reloaded and then they just lost Nebuchadnezzar at the end of reloaded and then you know Neo's off with the Logos and then you know so then there's a hammer so then I was like I guess that might be the last ship it's very possible that that is the last ship so maybe I am being too critical there it does seem like we would stock up on EMPs if we were fighting machines. Oh, buddy, you bet your sweet ass. <laughs> yeah. I got to have them mounted, like, at the gate. Have, you, you know, like, section them off, like, just out of range yeah. of each other. So that way you can, like, different waves might get through. You have another EMP ready for another wave. You know, it's just right. strategic thinking. Yeah. Or, you know, not use weapons that use live rounds and maybe focus more on stuff that uses, like, that kills robots like electricity right that's just my personal opinion and then i was thinking back well Locke might not have been such a douche maybe that's why he wanted those ships back in the uh in zion because maybe one of the emps but then he was all shitty about the emp so then probably not no he was just and now i think we're just talking ourselves in circles here so (laughs) i like how they're flying the hammer's flying back and, you know, Niobe's like, you think we're too late? And then it flashes to, like, just this, like, fucking robot Armageddon happening in Zion oh, yeah. with all the swarm just, like, doing this shit. And I was like, yeah, you're too late. <laughs> I'd say so. It's like that shitty question. It's like, the timing of that question could not have been any worse. <laughs> and then, like, they have everybody, like, on the, in the back of the ship and they're all at the little shoot. I feel like th- that just that little scene would have been hilarious to shoot. Just because they're all sitting there and they all got this little screen, they're all like, and then showed like Ghost and he's like, I just feel like it would have been a really funny scene to shoot because like nothing's happening. Like if you think about like the setting of that, yeah, I mean it's nothing's really happening. Yeah, they're just in this like ship, this mock ship. Yeah, and they're all just like pressing these little buttons. Yeah, could you imagine though, like having to do that? Because they did that same thing, like for like Star Wars back in the day. Right. So it's like just imagine having to like. You got to act like you're really into it, but you're sitting there and you're just like, just like touching plastic is all I'm doing. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd have been, I'd have been. It'd have been like a shit ton of bloopers if I'd have been in something Mm. like that. Like I mean, I would have been sitting there like saying stupid shit. Like you know, you're like so serious. Everybody's so serious, and like at the like somebody's just like. Yell something stupid like "get fucked!" Like it would just make right. everybody break out of character. And yeah, funny. Mm, oh yeah, and I don't see how that kid wasn't annihilated when that swarm came around Mifuni on the APU because the kid's on the back. Oh yeah, and they just and they're just they're just focused on him. They weren't like, "Oh, another human!" Like, let's take him out yeah. too. Like what? Again, I, mean, I don't think those sentinels was, were very good at attacking. No, they're they're very dumb. 
the one brain cell thing. Right, right. Like I said, it takes a minute for that brain cell to get sent to where it needs to be. The one microchip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Logos is attacked by a wave of machines outside of the machine city. To avoid the onslaught, they fly above them to open sky and then crash into a building, fatally wounding, wounding Trinity. Neo enters the machine city and encounters the leadership of the machines in the form of Deuce Ex Machina. Or Machina, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> Neo warns that Smith plans to conquer both the Matrix and the real world and offers to stop Smith in exchange for peace with Zion. Deuce Ex Machina. Should, okay, should we look up? Can you get Deus a pronunciation ex. on that, please? Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Machina. Machina. Well, because like I was thinking, <clears throat> there's yeah, that one movie, the, the 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 Machina X Machina or whatever that one movie. I don't know. I was thinking of the game, but uh, he agrees, and Sentinels shut down, stopping the attack on Zion. Uh, and I never really understood what that guy is. Then I never, I didn't click the link. Let's uh, let's research that a little bit. Uh, Oh. English God Out of the Machine is a plot device whereby a seemingly unsolvable problem in a story is suddenly and abruptly resolved by an unexpected and unlikely occurrence. What? Its function is generally to resolve an otherwise irresolvable plot situation to surprise the audience to bring the tale to a happy ending or act as a comedic device. Okay, well. So I think that was like a... I got like 20 more questions. Yeah, so that was like a net... Or not, no. Wikipedia version? Yeah. know what that is? You like the, uh, look at where it shows how to pronounce it, I'm looking like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Deus Ex Machina. Deus Ex Machina. Uh, The actor's name is Henry Blassingame? Something like that. So you had the Deus part right, and I had the Machina part right. Deus Ex Machina. Still very confused on... Okay, so that's the... I see. So the face is Deus Ex Machina. And then that's what... Well, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but that's what the game company's called in Resurrections. But uh, So, to uh, get notes on that paragraph. Um, uh, go over the machines! Because they're not flying. I never understood. Like, the machine... They, wouldn't they follow you up above the sun? Because they get their power from the sun. I mean, maybe they can't go that, that high, but like... They got a limit. They got an altitude limit. Yeah, but obviously so did your ship, because <laughs> it shut off, too. Uh, also, if you uh, if you had never seen the sun before in your life, and then you were all of a sudden very close to the sun, I, I think your reaction wouldn't be, it's beautiful. I think your reaction would be something like, Oh, my fucking God, my fucking eyes fucking burn! <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, he is yeah, kind of a sublime, but yeah. Well, her, though! Yeah, I don't think do. her reaction would have been it's no, beautiful. They definitely, they definitely Maybe like, like fuck. They live underground. Yeah, they're yeah. They're like I, they're like the uh, the crab people. Yeah, what's that movie? There was a movie that was like the uh, City of Ember or something like uh, that. I read that like book. A book. I read that came, book. It's based off a book. Yeah, in middle school. But like everybody that grew up like underground was like their skin was like real pale and their eyes were like real light in color because they were never exposed to like UV from the sun and shit like that but yeah, yeah. I mean in Matrix it was entirely different they didn't think about that which is why they have like made everyone black people. made everyone get super pale <laughs> yeah. we're gonna spray paint you before we shoot the scene alright 
Yeah, because realistically, like, everybody would have looked like the twins from the second one. Like, that's how white they would have been. Like, all the people that are white. Oh, the damn white people. Fucking white people. So then they crash the machine city and nothing, like, comes for them. I just thought, like, they're being chased into the city. And then, like, oh, we went above the sun, nobody sees us. So, I mean, crashing into the machine city is, like, not like a checkpoint in the video game. Like, ah, no, you're good now. No. <laughs> Oh, they so like running into your house and in, in the safe house in GTA. Like, nah, nah. You oh get, yeah. You get, you get they running the house off of the cops room. Yeah, they, they can't find you. They can't find you now. Uh, fair. <laughs> and they crash. He goes, "Where are you? Here. Where? Here. That narrows it down. Thanks. Yeah, I don't think they'd have all that time to talk either. But mm-hmm. you know, again, Gotta GTA safe house, safe house logic, right? Gotta make the um, dialogue, baby. Trinity, shut up and die already. That's what my mom said when we saw this movie in theaters years ago. <laughs> my mom was like, was like, yeah, I was like, shut up and die already. It was funny. <laughs> that was funny to hear my mom say. Especially when I was eight. Oh, um, my goodness. Uh, yeah, next paragraph. The machines plug Neo into the Matrix, whose population has now been entirely assimilated by Smith. The Smith, with the Oracle's powers, steps forth, telling Neo that he has foreseen his victory against Neo. After a protracted fight... Neo appears to concede defeat and allows himself to be assimilated. Outside the Matrix, the machines send a surge of energy into Neo's body, which inside the Matrix causes the Neo-Smith clone, then all the other Smith clones to be destroyed, leaving the Oracle lying there and causing Neo's life to be sacrificed. The Sentinels withdraw from Zion, Morpheus, and Niobe embrace. Neo's body is carried away by the machines. Can we talk about some of the fight scenes? Yep. I feel like one thing, like I know some of the fight scenes are they're supposed to be in slow motion, but you can obviously tell it's it wasn't filmed in slow motion. They just moved really fucking slow. Mm-hmm. So like he like throws arm of you like he throws arm up and block another one. I'm like I it's not slow motion. I can tell you guys are just slowly moving your arm up and hitting your arm on another one. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something to bother me. Like versus like when something's actually in slow motion, you can tell like the actors tried to do it kind of at a full speed and then they just slowed it down so it makes it look a little cooler. But it looks, in my opinion, it looks a little more lame when it's you can tell like the slow motion is just the actors just moving slow. Okay, which scene was that? Uh, that was the, the a part Smith of the Neo? ending fight scene. The last fight scene. Yeah, between yeah the last fight scene between uh, uh Neo and Smith. Neo and Agent Smith. Okay. There was just a few, like, when they had, like, straight hand-on-hand combat instead of, like, you know, the running up the walls and slamming into like, each other. And like stuff. when they're, like, in the pit after, after the big fall? Yeah. So I think, I think not to, like, say you're wrong or anything, but... I mean, like, you're saying you're wrong, but... That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I think the goal of what they're trying to do in that situation, though, is, like, be like, like, Neo's tired, right? Like, Neo just got the shit beat out of him. He just got... <laughs> Taken down from, you know, plane height, right? But, well, but even even in the in the previous two movies, like I I came across quite a few scenes where it's close close combat scenes like that, to where I could tell that it wasn't filmed in slow motion. They were just moving slow to you know to move, uh, be able to make all the moves that you know say Neo was making to make them you know Neo to where right. it made it seem like you know they slowed it down to show how fast he was moving, but in reality he just you know throwing his arm up and it's just blocking like super slow and it's just uh, something that I just kind of noticed it kind of annoyed me a little bit kind of made it kind of in my opinion made it look cheesy right I thought they're all moving pretty fast <laughs> but I mean 
There's like obviously there's better movies out there that even came out before. Well, this, sure, like yeah. Decades before that were like better choreographed, like the fight scenes. Right. Or well, yeah. I mean, I, this is like what you're. This is like a kung fu movie, but like with well, high budget and I, actors I, that I, don't I know kung like, fu, probably right. I feel like the fight scenes, like it would just seem throughout the three movies, started seeming repetitive. Like, oh, you know, you know, mm. they're going to do some unnecessary maneuver right here. They're going to slam into each other. There's going to be a pulse wave or something like that. I'm like. Just predict. By the stuff. by, the time you hit the third movie, it's like yeah, the fight scene started becoming particular. There might be a few other things added to it, but it's like ah, oh, they're going to do the same twenty moves. Well, I was also just disappointed, like in the third movie, of just like we got like what a little bit of stuff in the Matrix. I mean, you had that opening scene, and then you yeah, know, the rest fighting of the Smith. outside of the Matrix and meetings. And the whole point of the Matrix again to me is like, let's see some cool Matrix shit. I'll see turrets and. Kung Fu and, you know... So believe it or not, though... Neo it, flying and shit. Actually, this... Well, this claims that he learned... Keanu Reeves learned over 200 martial arts moves for the Matrix Reloaded movie. Hmm. So, like, he's actually, like, trained in some of that stuff. Like, I'm not saying he's, like, Michael J. White where he's just, like, bad as fuck. I think that choreogra- like, choreography could have been... I mean, at the time, like I said, it was, like, for me as a kid, when watching it, I was like, oh, this is amazing. But, like, as I got older and I started seeing stuff that even came out before, like, just, like, even, like, Jackie Chan's, like, police stories movies, like, in the 80s, like, his shit was so much better choreographed. But, like, they also took, like, real hits and falls and shit like that, so. Yeah. But, different purpose, different movie type. I was still rather satisfied with how the fights and stuff were done in The Matrix. Right. That was pretty cool. Neo has balls, was the note I had. Because he had all the swarming machines around him. Not oh. that he could see it, oh. but I bet he could feel it. And to just, just walk out the machine city and get with the uh, the machine itself talking to you. And the architect? Huh? You talking about the architect? No, the Deus Ex Machina oh. face talking to him with the oh, machine yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. I mean, that's it's a bit intense. Um... Again, he couldn't see it, so I guess maybe he doesn't have balls. <laughs> also, Neo's a Sith. Huh? He's a Sith Lord. <laughs> I thought you said he was a simp. I'm like, no, what? He's a, he's a I'm, like, I'm not even sure what that means. S-I-T-H. He's a Sith Lord. Yeah, yeah. Dude shot lighting up his fucking fingers. I wonder why he had the whole... It, this is very insignificant, I think, but to some people it might might not be. I don't know. Just throwing it out here. When he's trapped in limbo in the Matrix, yes, he was wearing like almost the uniform he usually has on. Yeah, like the gray. So, like in Reloaded, he wears that same thing all the time, just like that suit with the little cape deal going on, right? And then, beginning of Revolutions, he's in limbo, and he's kind of got the same thing on, but he's got like a tie deal going on up here, right? Yeah. And then. At the end, he's back in the thing he was wearing and reloaded with the cape but and no the tie. full sleeve and all that. Yeah. And so I'm wondering what the wardrobe was about there. You know, maybe that was just one of those things that they didn't, like, catch. You know what I mean? Right. Like, some, like in some movies, like that kind of shit. I just wondered, because, so if you... Not to get too deep here. No, we're, going, we're going down the rabbit <laughs> we're hole. We're going down the rabbit hole. If you remember, he kind of had different shit on in the first one, right? So what they said was... You know, your what you look like in the Matrix is the you know your mental projection of you. Yes. Right, and so then then you know in the second one he's wearing that shit all the time. So then, is it because he's 
maybe his wardrobe isn't as bold because he's, you know, he's in the Matrix and he, do, he doesn't know, you know, who's who and what's what. And, you know, he's, you know, he's got this tie on and maybe a little more modest because you know what's going on. Then, then he's in there with Smith and, you know, it's like Mojo's back per se. And like, you know, now he's got the other suit on. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I, mean, I, I wonder if there's some meaning behind the wardrobe change right there. Just in within this movie. I wonder. So technically that whole fight scene wasn't necessary. If in the end Neo was just gonna let him like But it was take him over, you know? It was good though. Right. It just I don't know. I guess watching it the second time it's like, alright, so why are you even fighting if you're just gonna let him But again, I think, you know well number one, you know, they had to uh they had to, you know, sell it, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, they have to have a movie. I think Neo had to sell it to Smith so that Smith would eventually take him over. Like, if Smith knew that taking Neo over would be his demise, he's not going to do it. Exactly. So Neo has to make him believe, like, hey, you're, you've beat me. Um, and I guess, you know, you don't have much of a movie if they don't fight. Neo's just like, yeah, come on. <laughs> and that's like, how it ends. Yeah, if he was too willing, I think that Smith would have definitely been like, would have been what, fishy. Are you, what are you up to? Right. Yeah. Uh, the Matrix is rebooted, and the Architect meets the Oracle in a park. They agree that the peace will last as long as it can, quote, and that those humans who desire it will be offered the opportunity to leave the Matrix. The Oracle tells Sati, who created a beautiful sunset for Neo, that she thinks they will see Neo again. Seraph asks the Oracle if she knew this would happen. She replies that she did not know, but she believed. So, a couple thoughts there. The fact that we have a Matrix uh, Resurrections yes. would tell me, and Matrix Resurrections does not do a good job of telling you exactly what happened between, and it's a little gray. It's I'm another, just saying. It's, it's, I'm assuming it's another iteration, because that's what she said. Kind of, yeah. Because the, they said he's been through this, like, what, four times? Something like that. This was his sixth time through in this. Yeah. So, this, uh, these, yeah. this trio. Yeah, he's been through. It was his sixth time through, yeah. A couple times, so... My guess. Been around the block. <laughs> He's a rolling stone. Yeah. So I guess my, my guess would be that some of those people chose to stay in the Matrix. Maybe they took a look outside and they were like, oh, no. Looks like post-apocalyptic wasteland out here. I'm going I mean, yeah. to go back to bed. Would you Would you give up having, like, the comfort, you know, like, right. where it's like you get, like, a nice, like, you live in a decent house, a decent job you know whatever drive a decent car you can go outside and sun shining or would you rather live in this like post-apocalyptic wasteland where it's like you live underground you never see the sun yeah population's kind of extra dense for a small ish area you know can you imagine how covid would thrive in that fucking Oh, buddy, day one. Day one. no sunlight 900,000 people infected first like hours Everyone affected in the first day. Then everyone's immune to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be wild. So, alright, so if in the first movie, Neo enters Smith and destroys him, and then Smith has to reinvent himself, making himself into a program that takes over the entire Matrix, and Neo is now the only one that can stop him, that technically makes Neo... A racketeer, yes? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, then that's where we're reading the whole podcast. Yeah. Uh, 
it gets better. So Seraph asked the Oracle if she knew this would happen. And she said, no, but I believed. So you gambled. You're a degenerate gambler. Well. So would the better summary for the HBO for HBO Max would have been Racketeer wins big for degenerate gambler. <laughs> That'd have been actually. I would have paid good money to see that. What is the, the fucking plot? Yeah. Well, one of us just needs to uh, get a job at at uh, HBO Max, so we can just edit that real quick. Right. <laughs> all right. So thoughts, ratings, all that, guys. Uh, I liked it. I was. I, I still think the second one was probably the better of the original trilogy. How many eggplants? Uh, I'm not doing that. So, I will rate it like 2.6 stars. Yeah. Out of five. Promises. Trapezoids. Trapezoids it is. Trapezoids. We need a shirt that just goes like, just has all the things we ever mentioned for ratings. So, like, we got like stars, we got eggplants, we got trapezoids, we got rhombuses, we got circles, we got, you know, squares, you know, whatever. Parallelograms. That's That's so much because you got to pay for every fucking letter. Oh, God. Well, you don't write it out. You just have the shape. So, like, it's just oh, like... That's true. I think we should invest in one that says technical difficulties. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Uh, just a shirt that's like mayonnaise on a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> or do you not know what iterations are? <laughs> yeah. Fucking good. Anyway, Dakota. Uh, I'm going to give it two eggplants. Two eggplants? Yeah. That, uh, ironically enough, was my um, my rating for it. This is definitely not my favorite Matrix, but uh, it is better than what I remembered when I was a kid. Because I do remember, like, like as a kid, I was like, uh, like you know, second one was, and it, this still remains consistent for me. For me, it goes two, one, three, as far as like what's yep. the best. That's how I rate it as well. Um, but it is like a little better of a movie than I remember because like I just had no chance of ever going back to this movie for any fucking reason when I was a kid, just because it w- was not what I wanted from this series at all. That's fair. Like just a lot of out of the matrix stuff and yeah. I feel like if they were gonna do all that like out of the matrix stuff, they should have done it in the second one and made the third one like their real good one. Because I mean, I feel like they kind of did that with like. Uh, America or uh, the Avengers movies because like the first <laughs> Avengers was not bad it kind of gave you like the story of how it came to be or whatever and then it was like second one wasn't bad you know third one but then like Endgame was like their like grand slam you know what I mean it was a great movie yeah and I feel like if the Matrix would have done like the second one and third one like switched them as far as the order Right. Like the plots, switch the plots to a different movie. It would have been like really, really, really solid. Yeah. Because then you would have built up all that anticipation, kind of like they did with like Infinity War. And then Endgame was like, everybody was super heat to see it because they're like, man, what's going to happen? Yeah. And Matrix, I feel like if they would have went that route, it would have definitely been a way better third film. Let me preface this by saying I do love the Marvel stuff, but let me have my unpopular opinion with Endgame, yeah. and it just has to do with the time travel thing. Oh, here he goes again. 
when I saw Infinity War, and Infinity War ended the way it did, with half of existence all disappearing, yeah. I basically, I was like, okay, so this is just the most predictable resolution to this fucking problem ever. Yeah. I was like, I literally, like, <laughs> turned to Luke, and I rolled my eyes, and I was like, dude, they're just, like, <laughs> I know what's gonna happen. They're gonna find some way to go back in time and resolve this, and you know it's probably gonna cost them some people. As some, it did. Like some people are probably gonna die. As it should. And then it's gonna be resolved. It. And it, then what was Endgame? It definitely. It was that. Uh, it definitely kind of like hit me a little bit lower than I thought it was going to with uh, them taking out Iron Man like that because I was like, oh wow. Well, and they did <laughs> build that up a little more, like where they, you know. Because they give him a, you know, he, he turns into the family man. He has a daughter now and all this, right? And so his character depth is, uh, goes much further than it did in any of the previous movies where he's just kind of this playboy. And, well, yeah, oh, yeah, he loves Iron Pepper, Man, you know? The first Iron Man movie to, like, Avengers Endgame, and it's like you'll see his character development significantly right. change. There's far more depth to him. Far more depth to Tony Stark in Endgame than there is to him in even, like, Iron Man 3. Like, I mean, like, oh, yeah, he's with Pepper or whatever, but, like... Uh, so I, I just waited to see it. Just... Okay. I was just, like... I, I don't even... Like, I'm not even... I know what happens. Like, I, I just know. And then Luke gets out of the theater and, like... He was, like, sad that Iron Man died. And it was, like, really fucking funny because he's, like... I don't know, what year was Endgame? 2019? Uh, sounds about right. Yeah, so he, this was two years ago then, right? So he's 15. But yeah, he gets in the car. Uh, yeah, I pick him up, and he's like, he's like, hey. And like, just like wouldn't look at me, and I was like, I was like, what's up? Somebody touch you in the bathroom? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> He's like, no. I was like, movie good? He's like, yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, what happened? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. Like, I bet you I know what happened. <laughs> yeah. So they told me, I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that sounds about right. So. Speaking of Luke. When I just time travel kills me. That's the all. Endgame was a great movie. I just want to reiterate that. Endgame is a great movie, and I have watched it sounds twice. Sounds to me so. like you hate knowing But no. Sorry. Jason. I was hung out with Jason the other day. Yeah. When Brock was here, and... Jason was like, yeah, Luke's ball's still up here. Like, yeah. <laughs> talking about his, like, chest. It was so funny, yeah. and I was like, I can't wait to tell Tyler about that. Yeah. But anywho. Yeah. Man, Taco Bell sounds good as fuck right now. Uh, not, yeah. So not that's, sponsored uh, by Taco Bell. Not sponsored by Taco Bell. Are the nacho fries back yet? No. We would be... Taco Bell, bring back the nacho fries. We would be more than happy to the be fucking, sponsored by Taco Bell. The fucking Taco Bell by my house, like, hasn't been doing anything grilled or... Like, it's weird. Yeah. There you go. Well, well, right now it sucks going to any fucking fast food place. I had this conversation with him the other day. I was like, it's annoying for someone like me who like will go on my lunch break and go someplace and like I want to go like eat inside. I don't want to have to constantly go through drive through, take it back to my work to eat in the fucking break room where I get no cell reception anyway. Sometimes I just want to go there, get the food, eat inside the dining room. Most places dining rooms are closed. And then if you want to go through the drive-through, the drive-through's always wrapped around because there's only one person working the drive-through and two people in the kitchen. Yeah. And then like they for, they mess up your order all the time or it's not done all right. And then you know it's even worse when you're on the fucking west side because the people really don't give a fuck over there. I'm telling you. They're like, hey, you want these fucking sauces or what? I'm like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. 
I do want those sauces. I stay away from the west side. Yeah. All right, guys. That was, wow, hour 29, huh? Um, yeah, that was the Matrix Revolutions. We'll be back with uh, Matrix uh, Resurrections next Matrix week. Matrix Erections. Um, yeah, and, you know, sneak peek into that. I uh, It's my least favorite one. So. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. Why is it because it has erections in the name? Oh, that would make it his favorite, though. Uh, at Content Crisis 1, Twitter, Content Crisis Hotline at Yahoo.com. Please, guys, rate us and review us and talk to us, man. Leave stuff. Uh, yeah, have a great one. Technical difficulties. Goodbye.